The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. One. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the More You Noble Sports Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, once again, I am Mike Noble, joined by a uh, jail cell in the University of Illinois. Caleb Noble is with me, and we begin today, September the 12th, as the, with a cardinal lead of eight and a half games over the Dead Brewers. I think it's only eight games. Eight and a half. Not that I know of. Well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but it's you're eight. wrong. It's eight games. Well, so I was wrong. <laughs> well, not according to MLB.com. It's eight and a half. It's eight. Okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. What do you have them at 75 and 66, and us is 83 and 58? I mean, I'm looking at it right here, folks. Eight and a half. Milwaukee Brewers are back eight and a half games. Oh, so no, I don't know what to eight. tell you. Sorry it's about eight. it. It's eight. So yeah, you're eight. telling me that MLB, the, the actual – website of the game is wrong well i'm on the app of the game and it says eight and that's what it is <laughs> i don't know what to tell you it's eight I, I don't feel like that's true it is what do you think what's their record to you on yours uh 70 and 63 for milwaukee 70 and 63 they're 75 and 66 what, did I go into a time warp? <laughs> what is happening? They're 75 and 66. Hey, MLB. And 58. September 12th. Yeah, they're, yeah. The the Brewers? Yeah, they're 75 and 66. Why, why is this so wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Eight games. Eight games it is. What, what, what happened to my phone? I don't know what you did. Did you, like, have a screenshot of it? No. <laughs> no. I'm not that dumb or that old. I know how to use the phone. Apparently not. I got kind of just fine. I don't know what anyway, is they were. I don't know, but they were nine and a half. Then they lost the game. Um, And then the Brewers won two games that day. Well, and that this was a game is and just one big fugazi. All right. Well, we're eight and a half up. I mean, eight games up. Okay, we're eight up. Hey, today is September 12th. And we are eight games up on the Milwaukee Brewers. Yep. I mean, I the division's over unless they somehow find a way to lose all four to Milwaukee. Yeah. That'd agreed. be the only way I could see them getting back in it. And I the Cardinals have a tough stretch coming up. They do. So they really need to take care of business this week. This week they have seven games, right? Yeah. Two against yep. Milwaukee, five against Cincinnati. I'd say go five and two and the division's yours. I think if you go four and three, the division's yours. But I like five and two better. Uh, I, they had a mediocre week last week. I'd like them to play well going into a pretty big week the next week. You know, earlier on the pot, earlier at some point, I talked about how I just didn't see the Brewers going on a sustained uh, loss streak. I still don't, but I also don't see them going on a sustained winning streak. So I, I yeah. just don't. I mean, I don't trust them. I know, you know, and we're going to get to obviously this last week, which had. Cardinal fans in one big old fucking tizzy for absolutely no reason. It's like, have you ever watched a 162-game season in your life? I, I mean, I don't know. I'd rather them go cold right now. They went four and three. Yeah, I mean, if four and three feels worse, but when you're playing the Nationals and the Pirates, I can be fair and say that's true. And to be honest, they could have easily gone one and six. They could have. Like, but like they, they didn't. They, they came but back they didn't. three times. But I mean, they didn't. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it matters what the end of the end of the game says. But 
they weren't playing well. I'm not going to sit here and say that they were playing a good brand of baseball. They were not. They did not play no. well this week. But the fact that they could have a week like that and still go four and three and still and still have an eight-game lead in the division says everything about what they've been able to do over the last two months. Says a lot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, went to the game on Thursday, the Wayno game that broke, tied the record, mm-hmm. right? 324. 325 on Wednesday night. So, by the way, those of you not doing anything, go to the game Wednesday night. Like, if you can get a ticket, that'll be awesome for them to break the record. Wayno didn't – he didn't look good from the jump. Like, he just didn't. You know, it's cool. Got to see Yachty get two – hit two bombs. Saw Brendan Donovan reach base five times. That was it. Uh, Wayno wasn't good. The bullpen wasn't good. It was an ugly – we left early. Uh, thought they might come back there for a minute. And then we're like, we're getting – we got out. Yeah, no. I mean, and here's the thing. And here's also – I just – so we've played 141 games so far. So my math, I'm not great at math, but I would say that means there's 21 games remaining. So you the Cardinals have to go, the Cardinals have to go, what it what would it be? So I just said there's 20, 21 games remaining. So <laughs> I'm going to let be, you work through this have to because be, this is good okay, TV. Here's what I'm, they're going to have to be 13 and eight, which is not, which is playing below how they've been playing for the Brewers to even catch them. And the Brewers would have to win every game. Fair. So, they're not catching them. If the Cardinals go 14 and seven in that, in the remaining games, the Brewers can't catch them. Correct. That's if the Brewers win every single game, they'd be one game back. So, right. Right. I think they're going to be fine. But, um, yeah, Wayno said his, his, um, what's it called? His wind up, his mechanics just feel out of sword. Uh, he'll figure it out. They've been out of sword for a few starts now, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, he, his last really good start was that no hitter into the seventh, I think it was against Milwaukee. But since then, you know, he's been trying to kind of finding it. But he hasn't been horrible. Like, he's been going five. He's been giving up three or four. It's not good, but he, gives you, he still gives you a chance to win every time he goes out there, basically. He just looks very hittable right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like a big league hitter, I don't care if you're one through nine in the lineup. When I, when I, was, while I was trying to tune in on him, mainly because he was on my fantasy team. By the way, my fantasy team's dead. I'm out. Baseball fantasy dead. Football fantasy dead. We'll talk about that later. Uh, I think fantasy sports have passed me by. My fantasy team, I, I hate Tom Brady, dude. I'm about will never be buried. I was in the playoffs, you, you, you and they died. football, too. Yeah, I thought, I thought we'd get I never, football I didn't later. even come close to the playoffs. I don't even care. So, anyway, was watching Wayno, and it, he just looks one through nine. Like, he, you're good. Somebody's going to – everybody's going to hit him hard at the big league yeah. level right now. You know, and even well, the breaking ball, I think teams are really, really starting to sit on the breaking ball, which, yeah, I know then you're exposed yeah. to the fastball. But when you're throwing 88, 89, big league hitters can still look breaking ball and hit an 88 mile an hour fastball. They can. Yeah, the problem is he just doesn't have command of all of his pitches. Or no. he's, he's he seems to be missing three pitches every start lately. Like if his sinker's working, his cutter and his curveball aren't Correct. working. If his curveball's working, his cutter and sinker aren't working. Cutter was be, incredibly flat on Thursday. Yeah, it, I, I mean, it appeared to me. I think he'll figure it out. I think I believe Dakota Hudson's going to make a start this weekend. If he looks good I uh, against Cincinnati on the doubleheader, I seriously consider going to a six-man rotation until the season ends. Yeah, I mean, you've been talking about that for a little bit, and I, I don't think it's a bad idea. It's something that uh, the guy who's actually going to be on our next pod, Mike Godar, will talk to him. Um, he'll be on with us the 19th, I think. Uh, talk to him, and that's something he's been av- advocating for for two or three years. I was originally against it. I've moved over to the dark side as far as that goes, especially now. And, and this is something you've been talking about for a month. I don't think they're going to do it, though. I'm not a fan of the safe time rotation unless you're in a position there and right now down the stretch where you have a big lead. And if you lose every Dakota Hudson start, 
And yeah, that's one out of six games. Who gives a shit? Yeah, that, three good losses? Who cares? Oh, okay, everyone. Yeah, I don't care. I really don't. Um, pitch clock. We talked about it on here. The pitch clock. Are you he has his, to throw. I mean, you can say that, but he also has the fastest um, in between. Like, he has the shortest amount of time in between pitches in our rotation on average right. this year. Like, he's, he, it's like 14 seconds, so it's not even really what it is. He's just – it feels leisurely because he throws so many balls, but it's really not that slow. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't really – I just don't care. Like, you lose once every six games automatically. That's One, that's not going to happen because he does give you chances to win. He's not ever really horrible. But also, you just need to save Wayno and Michaelis' arm when you can. And it's like these games don't matter all that much. They don't – you know, I, I, I think I'm officially ready to say I don't see any chance of them getting the, the bye. So, if you need to rest guys, rest guys. Yeah, I agree. Um, just to kind of go through, we don't have to spend a lot of time on it because it was the Nationals and the Pirates. But just to kind of go through it, um, obviously Thursday we talked about it. There's not much to talk about. Wayno didn't look great. Yachty hit two jacks. That was pretty cool. That was cool. Donnie was on base five times. Outside of that, there really wasn't much to talk, good to talk about. No, but the game we do need to hit on because we didn't talk about the National Series, correct? That's what, yeah. I thought we'd start off, that, you know, obviously Monday. M- Monday, Flaherty, not great, not terrible. Uh, lose six to nothing. No, no, offense Flaherty doesn't was show really up. good on Monday. Yeah, I'm just saying, like he was okay. Well, he was really good. Was it one run, five innings? That's what I predicted. I thought he gave no. That was this was his second start, right? That was his first start. Oh. One run, one run, five innings. He was really good. Shit. Sorry. Okay, my apologies. Yeah. he was good. Um, offense was not. Yeah, he was one run, five innings, and yep. then someone came in in the sixth and blew it up. I don't know who that was. Oh, it was Palante. That was a lot of bad luck. Palante. To be honest with you, that series, the Nationals didn't hit anything hard except for Luke Voigt. Right. Like, what are the – that was – I was getting so annoyed because I swear to God, Nolan hit, like, four balls, 110, right at the third baseman. And next thing you know, there's four bloopers later. And I think that highlights more of a problem than I'd like to admit of the fact that they don't have many guys that miss bats. Right. It's yeah. Helsley, it's Geo, it's – um, Jordan Hicks is starting to miss a lot of bats. He's been really good. But other than those three, it's like, what do you have? Dude, Montgomery, Montgomery's, Montgomery's been he good. He has been. But I don't know how much you can rely on that against a playoff team. Right. And I also and, – and Jack is that guy when he's right, but he had zero strikeouts yesterday. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I, they, need to, they need to have people that can strike people out. Um, Jordan Hicks, I think he's been really good, man. He got, I know he gave a run yesterday. But that was bullshit. I mean, he struck the guy out. The umpire missed right. the call. And <laughs> that was, yeah, terrible. And the guy goes goes bridge on him. That Not was only ter- was that a strike, I also think he went. And they said no to both. So whatever. <laughs> um, I know. But the game, I, I don't know. I don't have much to say about the Washington series. I mean, the Tuesday game was kind of boring. Other than the Wednesday game. Well, actually, that I kind of want to talk game. about the Tuesday game just quickly. It was okay. nice to see Q come back. I know he'd been, he's yes. been great. Don't get me wrong. But it, he, he looked good Tuesday. Yeah, Command of all pitches. And then Helsley wanna, came in and shut it down. You want to table the Quintana talk until we talk about the Pirate series? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. He just did it again yesterday, and I was kind of going to save it. For yeah, that. yeah. Um, um, oh, the Helsley entrance. We should probably mention that the Helsley entrance yeah. was on Tuesday. That was awesome. Okay, it still needs a little tweaking. I don't know. I thought that, but then I heard that they did it because they wanted it to seem like the opponents were going into hell, and then I got really into it. Love. Okay, love. Don't mind. Don't mind the colors. Don't mind the flesh. They need to be better with the board. And you got to get the bell earlier. Like, that's it. It was better. 
the timing of it was yeah. a lot better. It's um, better. You can kind of hear the bell. And the bells were hard to hear. When I listened really closely, you could hear it. It started right when they turned the lights off is when the bell started. Um, I was thinking that I wanted them to do it longer, but then I realized that the fielders have to see to throw the ball to Goldie. So right. they can't really, and he has to warm up. So they can't really yeah. do it longer. Right. But I think it's cool. I like that they're doing it. I like the fire um, on the Helsley's name. So I think it was cool. I think if you're there, it's probably awesome. My only my and this has been my thing all along, and it's petty and it's okay. I just don't like that it tells bells. To me, that's Trevor Hoffman. When I hear the bell, Trevor Hoff like inner Sandman should always be Mo. Yeah. Like, you know, that's that's it. I get that that's his nickname. That's awesome. I'm just saying that's one thing. To me, that's a Trevor Hoffman entrance that San Diego perfected for 10, 15 years. That's all I'm saying. Thing, the one thing I will say is I doubt Trevor Hoffman gives one singular shit about it. Agreed. No, I, so I'm I the one. Care. See, I care more than Trevor Hoffman. No, it's the Padres say. fans that are all shitting on it. But I don't blame them. I, I know I don't blame them either, but I argue with them because it's fun and they don't have anything to say back to me because they never want <laughs> right. anything in their right. life. But uh, um, I don't know. I don't mind it. I, it's his nickname. It fits him very well. I like it. You call him Hells. It tells bells. Yeah, I don't know. He has also he looked he looked a little weird lately. We might want you to talk about that. Yeah, I got it on my list. Um, also with that within Wednesday game, you get the comeback win, which was awesome. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, first team. I I, I I told you this. First team to win, or maybe I told somebody else. I, I sent it. I sent it to you on Twitter. Fair. First team to win down four, uh, going in the, in the ninth inning all bottom year in Major League Baseball. Bottom of the ninth inning. Right. Bottom of the ninth. It was they were zero and eight hundred and seventeen. Mm-hmm. That's a wild stat. Yeah, and because I, I immediately when I heard that I was thinking of the Mets when they came back from down six in the ninth against uh-huh. the Phillies, but they were on the road, so that's why I yep. tried to clarify that. Um, it was awesome. Like I feel like they, I feel like every time that they lead off with whether it's Newt or Donovan, whoever's leading off, you just feel like you get one guy on. Mm-hmm. And you get, and then next thing you know, you get with the again yesterday. You get another guy on, and then you got the big boys coming up. It's like just give them a chance to tie this or do whatever they can do. And the way that they did that, I mean, the at bats in that inning were so impressive. I wish they would do this all the time. They were so impressive. Yes. Um, like Tyler had the best at bat of the whole inning, I think. You know, Yachty's single was huge, obviously with two outs. You're thinking when Yachty's up in that situation that he's not going to bring the runner home, so he just mm-hmm. got extended at that point to tie it. And then for Tommy to jump on the first pitch. The thing that I loved about that inning the most was his post game. He said everyone else was taking first pitch, but at that point the tying runs up. So if he gives me the pitch, I'm I'm gonna swing at it. If he gives me a fastball, and I think honestly they had made got he got into such a groove of throwing the first pitch fastballs for strikes because no one was swinging at it. Tommy was just ready for it. Right. And man, I thought Alex called caught that ball. I was gonna be distraught. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when it landed because they like doing that to us where they get so close but don't come back. And I was like, oh my gosh. Thank How you. about Deluzio getting his first major league run like, that way? That guy, that's why, right after he scored, all I thought was that's why he's here. That Absolutely. guy, was, he was running 30.2 feet per second. <laughs> it's like a cheetah. He's not going to be denied there. That guy was, <laughs> no, that I, was I thought he was going to be held then, up and he was already scoring. Then I jinxed him on Thursday. They come back and they didn't look good on Thursday. Um, and then you go to Pittsburgh and you take two of three like you had. Like that's, that's what you should do. I'm not saying they were pretty wins. They, no. they, but they don't have to be. Like you've, You've worked your butt off to get to this situation for a reason. And now when you can win these games and take these games away from teams, this is why you're here. Like yesterday, you know, obviously the Albert home run, and we'll talk about Albert. I want to talk about Albert here in a little bit. But, um, you know, then, but whatever, nobody, you know, I'm watching every show today is Albert's home run, right? Nobody's showing Tyler's. <laughs> That's the one that won the game. game. 
Yeah. Right. Well, that makes sense. Nobody cares. I, I, I'm not saying I don't understand it. I'm simply saying, like, you bury the lead there. You know what I, I mean? I will say that I think the Cardinals have they've, – they've gone under the radar for how well they've been playing for the last two months because of Albert. And I get it, and I have no problem with Albert getting all the recognition because, my God, if anyone in this sport deserves the recognition, it's him. Right. But I feel like teams almost – that aren't playing them right now have no idea how complete the team actually is because all they're seeing is Albert highlights. It's like, yeah, yeah I Albert agree. did hit the home run, but there was four other guys that did all incredible things that inning that led to the win. Right, right. I mean, the, like, all the Friday night, Miles didn't look good. Miles didn't look good Friday night at all. Yeah. He didn't have a slider. No. I'm not going to talk about either. I'm going to be talk about rotations I'm not later. About um, Saturday, you get, the, you get the win. I mean, 7-5, great. You know, that was, a was that a Montgomery? No. Who started? Jack. Jack, that's right. No. Yeah. No, Jack. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. Well, they came yeah. back in that game, too. That was also Albert tying home. Correct. Don't forget yeah. about that. Albert yeah. tied it. After Donnie hit another homer, he's had a power surge last week. And then I want to say, oh, Nolan had that massive double where the he, yes. I thought he was going to pop five blood vessels in his brain when he was screaming at third base. <laughs> Yep. Awesome. And then you get the – obviously, we talked about the one yesterday. Um, Helsley saving the two on Saturday and Sunday, which is always good to see. Back-to-back nights. Um, listen, yesterday, and a guy that I think we need to talk about a little bit, Chris Stratton's been great. He's been really good. He's a guy that I think when you got him, borderline, will he be in the uh, on the postseason roster or not? I still don't know if he'd be in mine, to be honest with you. But he's been good. I mean, he's done everything you asked. He got you out of him. That was huge. Like, they give up runs there. They don't win that game. Right. Like, they'll be deflated. Who knows if they even can score the three runs they scored. So, yeah, that was massive. Did you see, did you see the interview with him over the weekend? I think it was Jeremiah Johnson on uh, Valley who did it. Was it pretty? Yeah, I didn't see it. This is the first time he's ever been in a pennant race in his career. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's a, it's awesome. This is incredible. Uh, you know, he's like, the guys have been unbelievable, which we're not, I'm not shocked by that. But, you know, just you, you don't think about guys like that. Nobody knows Chris Stratton outside of St. Louis until he gets traded here. You know, I mean, I've heard of him. I've seen him pitch, oh, I but I'm not him. following Chris Stratton's no, career, no. you know, or his trajectory. Yeah. And then now here he is. And, you know, like first chance, that's got to be, I mean, talk about getting that. You talk about getting the call in the morning, like waking up and, oh, you've been traded to the Cardinals. Like that's got to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's probably excited. I mean, most made, made got acquired four guys at the deadline. They've all been incredibly valuable. All four. Yes. Well, Jojo has Chris Stratton, up a little bit, but Chris Stratton is what they thought either Whitgren or Verhagen were going to yeah, be. That's exactly what he is. He's yep. exactly yep. what they wanted from Whitgren. Yep. And he's been even better. Honestly, I think you could have told Mo that um, Stratton up to this point would have a 4.5 and he's like, okay, like I see covering our innings. My, my only suggestion to Mo is in the off season, don't sign any relievers, not a one. Cause either we've got him in our farm system or you're going to find him. Well, no, because then we get in the situation we were in where we need to go get Chris Stratton. You know what I'm saying. Who, you understand my point. Year. That's a guy we got for a year and a half. People forget that. So he'll be back next year. Who? Chris Stratton. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Verhagen will be back too. No, he won't. That impingement's going to yeah, take a little while longer to heal, you're yeah. saying? Maybe, maybe he will. Maybe he'll come back and be good, and in a year we'll forget that we were having these conversations. Um, Just a few things before – uh, we'd like to apologize to Newt and Yachty. Uh, we really pumped up old Newt and we sent him into, into a spiral. That's on us. That's our fault. Um, 
he looked really good yesterday, I thought. He did. But but for the 19 games prior, he had not, and that was our fault. We literally did a full segment on Lars Newtbar and how that great and how sustained games. success it will be. And then the poor guy goes right into a tailspin. He was 0 for 20. That's not good. <laughs> but um, you know, I feel like that kind of needed to happen. He wasn't gonna he wasn't going to be hot the whole time. They figured him out. I think he'll be fine. I really do. Okay. I don't know if he's gonna be a hitter right right now. I think he might be your nine hitter. It's still. Brendan Donovan. Yeah, and then it's Tommy or it's Dickerson in the two hole. Yeah, you've got flexibility. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and then I also think we owe yeah we buried Yachty. Mainly you. Who you buried him. You said, I just told him I didn't you said he was home. washed up. You said he was done. I've never, don't that he spread shouldn't rumors play. Like that. Stop for real. Stop. Don't do that. I don't <laughs> want that out for there. Real. Don't do that. Yeah, Stop I don't want that real. out there. That's a lie. I'm kidding. I never said that. Was it? Well, then it say it's a. What joke. do you think's gonna happen? You think somebody's gonna clip this, send it to Yachty, and he's gonna blackball you? Or uh, what if I ever get an interview with Yachty? He only hears that 10 second clip and then never talks to me. Well, after hey, he wins the World Series MVP, whatever, whatever it is that you and I could have done to get him jump started, I think we can again pat it's ourselves good. on the back for that. Yeah, he's been it's great. Really good. I, I, Kyle Reese has been on this train that it looks like he was taking spring training at bats. Don't like that, by the way. Go to Memphis, please, next time you want to do that. But, um, he, he looks, he looks fine. He just looks like Yachty now. Which is what yeah. I ask. And and yet, and you know, we've you and I've talked, he's gonna have a big September, a big October moment. Like we know that that's what he does. And He'll hit a just to see him now line. start to have more and to see the sheer joy of him and, and Albert. And I know like it's so much bigger than we can even discuss. Like this is a life, not lifelong, but 20, 20 year friendship, 24 year, 23, I don't know, 20 plus year friendship. It's not just like teammates. You know, and you know, as well as I do, playing sports, you're with those guys more than you're with your family. But we don't understand, I think, at the professional level where you are really with them yes. way more than you are your family. I mean, it's 180, was it 180 games, 180 days, and you're with them every one of those, basically, except for the rare home off day you have. Like, that's all and a month and a half together. of spring training. Yeah, and – they, you know, this reminds me of I we I don't remember I have this memory. You had a newspaper clip, and it was Yadi and Wayno hugging, and it said something about them like being brothers or something. Uh-huh. And this was like 2008, probably when I saw this. And now we're in 2022, and they're playing together, and both of them are playing really well. Albert's chasing 700. Yadi's chasing the battery record with Wayno. They're and not only that, like this would be cool if they were on a 60 and 102 team. They were right. chasing a World Series, legitimately right. chasing a World Series right now. Like, Agreed. I can't even imagine that's perfect for them. And I hope to God if they win it, I don't know. If, I hope Wayno goes out with them almost. If if they're able to do what they want to do in October. Yeah, I understand what you're saying completely. And I don't disagree with that one under, one one iota. Um, I think it's time that we have, like, we've gone, I don't know how long we've gone here. But I think, like, I know that we do this uh, player of the week. And I know, you know, uh, whatever player of the series we didn't do, we didn't really we just did a week this time. I don't even know if there and would it, have been one in the other. There series. is. It's Tom Albert. Is. There is an yeah, it's Albert. Yeah. This and is, yeah. I, I just wanted to go through some things and then I'm going to let you react when I'm done. Um, as someone, you weren't even born when Albert came up. So to watch the trajectory, I, I've said it forever. Best 10 years of right-handed hitter I've ever seen in my life. 11. Well, he was only here for 10. He's here for 11. Well, okay. One, I meant from 2001 to 2011. Sorry. 11 seasons, either way, right? Best I've ever seen. Um, He leaves and goes to Anaheim. Whatever happens there, happens there. Comes back. Let me just, I I put out a tweet today 
Um, because I have, we both talked about how we don't want to see him, you know, he can get exposed. He can do this. He can do whatever, you know, as far as um, facing right-handed pitchers, but whatever. When, when, when we signed Albert, you and I both were like, okay, this is great. As long as they use him in certain situations, whatever. Early on, they weren't doing that. He was playing once every home stand, every thing, no matter what, right? Lefty, righty, whatever. But, I mean, first we thought Albert's here simply to sell tickets. That he, I'm not saying he hasn't, but that's not why he's here. Uh, zero chance to catch A-Rod. Uh, scratch that one Fasting. off the list. Right? Fasting. Because these are things you and I have said. It's not just me. I mean, whatever. Z- absolutely less than zero chance to get to 700. Might happen this week. Might not happen. Might happen this week. Um, this is one big farewell tour. Moe's at it again. Ballpark Village will be packed. The stadium will be packed. That might all be true. Carls are in fucking first place, right? And, I mean, and they're one of the best teams in baseball. Exactly. Um, should never face right-handed pitching. I'm not going to argue that the overall numbers, I think he's right around a 600 o, uh, OBP for the for the year. Since July, he's OPS. at almost an 800 OPS. Sorry. Almost an 800 OPS. He's found a second wind. Against right-handers. Um, taking away at bats from the youth. That's we, we talked about that, either on here or just you and I talking about it. Nope. He's not taking away bats. In fact, he might need more bats. I don't know. Um, I, I've said on there multiple times. It's like, again, I just a few more things, and I'm going to let you react. I just kind of want to get this all out there because I think he deserves it. He currently has a higher on-base percentage uh, than any season he had with the Angels. Or OPS, sorry. Higher OPS than any – I don't know why I said OBP. Than any, any season with the Anaheim Angels. Um, he's two RBIs away from 2,200. Which means if he gets that, that people are like, oh, well, whatever. That means in his career, he's going to average 100 a year. That's, for a guy who missed a chunk, a big chunk of games, that's an unbelievable stat. 16 away from Babe Ruth, which would put him second all time in RBIs. I don't think he's going to get 16 more RBIs. Hey, two grand slams, who knows? I don't think he's going to do it. But I also didn't think he was going to get to 697. I want to ask him. Right. So these are just numbers just to look at. Um Sorry, 325, um, sorry, 16 away from Babe, puts him second to all time. 325 breaks record on pace to have the second highest one weighted runs created plus over 42, right? 325. Uh, he has 139 right now, okay? So I apologize, I had my numbers wrong there. Bonds had a 157. I mean, I don't know what you do there. Um, but it's also like he's not just doing this in eight to nothing games where he comes out and faces a lefty. In the last week and a half, last two weeks, I guess, he's won three, four games, four games. You and I were at the Cubs one, the Nationals home run, which really, I guess, wasn't the winner, but you know what I mean. And then we were, at the, the we were at the Brewers one. Oh, and the Cubs one. Sorry, five. To win yeah. games. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget about the Rockies one where he came in and put the game out of reach with the Grand Slam in the third inning. I, I mean, those numbers alone, like – I don't know what I don't know what to say as far as the the one weighted runs created. That's an unbelievable stat at the age of forty two. Like Bonds one fifty seven. That's laughable. That's hilarious. Um, the apology tour continues for me. It should apology tour should continue for us. I, I've said it forty eight times. I'm going to continue to say it. we're watching a goddamn Disney movie. Here's what I'll say: as the biggest thing to me, all the things you said about why they signed him, all that stuff, that may be true. That may have been a factor. Agreed. I guarantee it was a factor. 
and the white was no man even if it was a factor i don't give a shit you're bringing albert pools back to st louis you know you're gonna make money but also he deserved that chance to come back here so that's all he did for us like he deserved that chance there was a spot you don't you weren't taking a bath away from anyone to keep him here but also, like, it's Albert Pujols. He doesn't give a shit why they signed him. He's going to go out there and he's going to try and win every game. He doesn't even care that he – he let the, the people keep his 697th home run ball because her dad died. Dude, from how cool was that, by the way? That's awesome. Like, you just win the fourth place all the time. And honestly, I don't think this is why he did it, but I like to believe this because I'm not an A-Rod fan by any means. I like to think he was like, I don't care about passing A-Rod. Let me get to 700. I know. <laughs> but – um, I mean, most home runs for a Latin player – that's got to be like that's, that. Yeah, I mean that's got to be like one of those. The other, the other cool stat means at this is the most meaningless stat I'm going to give you ever probably. Yeah. But he has 12 home runs since the home run derby, most by any derby contestant. Really? Yeah. Alonzo has nine. He has 12. Wow. Isn't that Juan a lot? Soto's like I, bad. Yeah. We have Juan Soto's like near the bottom, and then obviously Rodriguez. I bet J Rod's. I bet J Rod's coming up. That dude's. Well, he was hurt for a bit. Remember, he missed a couple weeks. Yeah, too bad. I mean, twelve since the home run derby. First of all, how you know we said how cool he's doing the home run derby was awesome, but it almost like got him. It was almost like oh, I can still do this. I think. I think. I think it was almost a reminder to him that hey, this is it. Yeah. This is your last. This is your last three months. Like, go out the right way. But Ev, no. and you're right. All the cameras are on. You watch, no matter where he goes, it's stand. The cameras are up. The stands are up. The lights are on. The flashes. It reminds me of McGuire in '98. Like that's that's what it does remind me of. Only he's doing it for a first place team, in which he is a massive middle of the order contributor at the age of 42. When literally all of the everything I said was against him, and I'm not saying we were wrong for saying this. To be clear, fair, also, you and I both said we love the signing. We were just hoping that they would utilize him like the Dodgers used, utilized him last year to put him in places to be successful. Neither you or I poo-pooed the signing. Do you know what I mean? No. Like, we did. I was excited about it. So was I. But not. I also would, and I think anyone would lie, even the, the most vehement Pujols fan and supporter of the move would be lying if they said they saw anything remotely. Rem, not this, but remotely like this what happened and if we want to be honest the reason he's gotten this high into this level of confidence is because they started using him correctly <laughs> agreed agreed like that's why he's where he's at right now and it just doesn't i don't know i mean when i saw yesterday it was two and oh and he took two sliders off the plate because he doesn't chase still and i saw them set up for a fastball away and i was like in my head i was like if he lives that thing anywhere close to the middle he's going to do it again and he just destroyed to right center dad right center field i I know. He said Don I was Arnado. trying to get a pitch the other way, and it Don just Arnado. happened to go out. Don Arenado can't even physically do that with the Cardinals. He hasn't this year. He won, no, not one home run he's hit with the Cardinals. No, not one. Anywhere but left or left center. <laughs> no one. So, you know what's also wild to me is, like I said, you can tell I, I love the, you know, I love the Acuna, the LeBron, whatever you want to call it. I love it. Oh, I love the, the pepper grinder. He is fully invested not just in the home run chase or the home run run or his legacy. He's fully invested in a world fucking series. That's all he cares about. That's all he's and, ever been invested in. And I, I'm it's, this is the most Homer thing I'll ever, I'm ever probably going to say they're going to win the world series. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, it is the script is right. Everything Stop. we've said. If you every, acknowledge it, the script doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's I'm just telling you. Take it back. Nope. I'm just if telling you. Lose, no, stop. Don't even say it again. First of all, do 
No, I, I mean, I did have – you had the power to jinx Yachty and Newt. I don't have the, that power. The only time the Cardinals ever win World Series is when no one expects it, so I'm not even going to acknowledge it. Well, they don't. No one does expect them. I'm not expecting it. I'm saying – You just said it was going to happen. You are it, expecting it. Not, not saying that this is like a big expectation. I'm just letting you know. What is writing itself out in front of us is one they of the greatest change, movies have, of all time. Have, I think even – I don't even want to hear about the storybook. I think as a team, they have a chance to win a World Series. Agreed. I, I think agree. they're a good enough team to win a World Series. Now, there's about five of those Wait, in the National League. You just yelled at me. I didn't say they were going to do it. Okay. I would well, say that fair. them, the Braves, and the Mets all have an even chance to do it. And I think the Dodgers are above them. Both. Okay. Okay. And I think in the American League, it's the Astros and get out of my face with everybody else. Now, I disagree. This team over Maybe my the right shoulder Maybe the Mariners. is red hot. And nobody realizes it because yeah. nobody watches. Remind me when we baseball. get. Remind me when we get to the Mariners. I want to talk about Eugenio Suarez a little bit. Sure, sure. We can. Get, I'm not going to remember um, that. One but... thing we need to bring up Max Kellerman. I sent you that video. Yeah. Well, I was going to lead that. I thought you were going to react with what I said to that. Okay, go for it. No, 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 no. It's. I'm saying. I thought well, no, once... if you had it planned. I'd rather you do it. No, no, no. <laughs> you said do do. First of all, no, I didn't. Oh, you do. Oh, you do. You're an idiot. Okay. Well, good. Get anyway, I thought my Albert um, montage of stats was going to lead right into your Max Kellerman destruction of his human soul. Oh, okay. Well, we can get into that then. Um, here's my. So, if you guys aren't familiar, there's a video circling around on Twitter. You can find it. Look up Max Kellerman. He's getting blasted, rightfully so, of him basically insinuating without saying that Albert is doing something to cheat to do what he's doing, whether it's steroids or cork bat or juice ball. I don't care what it is. It's one of the three. Um, one, he's a coward because he knows if he actually says what he's trying to insinuate, he will get sued immediately sued and he will probably be fired when he's proven incorrect. So that's why he's not actually saying it. So don't say, well, he didn't say it. He can't say it. He said, I mean, remember when Albert had all that stuff happening? He had lawsuits on like 10, on like 10 journalists when right. they were accusing him of doing it. And if they actually said it, they're going to get sued and you're going to lose because that's defamation. But that's cowardice. But also, this frustrates me so much. Here's the thing. This is the greatest thing happening in sports right now, what Albert is doing. And nothing's close. Now, Tom Brady being back, not Shohei Otani, even though that's remarkable. It's Albert Pujols. How do you possibly find a way to not enjoy what's happening? How do you find a way to take – I mean, a guy who's given everything to a sport for 22 years, how do you find a way to to try and take that away from him? And also, the thing that pisses me off the most is anyone watching Max Kellerman's show is not watching it for baseball, so they're probably not baseball fans. So now these dumbasses that watch his show, because the people that watch his show are probably dumbasses, are now going to be saying that Albert Pujols is a cheater because that's all they've heard. I'm going to answer your question on why is he saying it. Because Max Kellerman isn't fucking relevant anymore. He got booted off the Stephen A. Smith show. Molly Karen kicked his ass to the ground. The sides, we don't want you on this show anymore, essentially. And then Stephen A. joined in. So he's he's result, he's on the radio on some obscure, serious channel. No one gives two fucks he's on about ESPN Max. Still. What, what, what does he do? Like boxing stuff? He has on his there? own show. He has his own show. Oh, he has. Oh, so they actually did that's get what him he his was own talking show. On. Yeah, that's what he was oh, talking I thought about. that was. I thought that was via his radio thing. It's ESPN, I believe. Okay, well, another problem right there. ESPN and baseball go together like fucking oil and water. But, that, but that's my biggest. That's my biggest issue with this. There's not. There's no people watching that that are baseball fans. Max Very Kellerman few. is a moron. Max Kellerman has been a moron his entire life 
Like whenever, literally I tried to watch that show. He is unlistenable. He is not intelligent when it comes to thoughts. He's great in boxing from what I hear. I don't know shit about boxing. I hear he knows a lot about boxing. But when he starts talking football, baseball, basketball, or hockey, he knows nothing. And that, that's him being, biggest trying to make was, himself relevant again. The biggest problem to me is it's like, why, why? What is the reason? Why are you defaming someone who has given so much to the sporting world? Like, Albert Pujols was the greatest show in baseball for 10 years. Right. Well, after Barry retired, so five years, we can say, I guess. But why? Why? Like, what is the point? And yeah, and I don't know Max Kellerman. I don't know his motivations. I know that if he's doing, I one, there's not really any redeeming this to me. Like, like either one, you're saying it because you believe it, which makes you an idiot, or two, you're saying it just for views, which is way worse because you're trying to ruin someone's legacy just to get people to watch your show. Which, by the way, is called This Just In, and I've never heard of it, and I'm assuming there's a reason. <laughs> this Just In, I've never heard of your fucking show. Yeah, he's he's an idiot. Like I said. He's an idiot. I, I've never been a fan. Now I hate him even more. I will probably tweet at him later tonight. And I don't even I don't like coming after journalists generally because that's what I'm trying to go into and I don't want to burn bridges. But that is like so unredeemable to do that to someone. Like yes. I would never in my life, when LeBron starts to go out and when he's chasing Kareem, Kareem down in points, there will be ne- there will never be anything negative that comes out of my mouth about why LeBron yeah. James is so great at the age of 42 or however old he's going to be. Right. Like, so I just don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. It's horrible. And he yep. also doesn't know anything uh, about baseball. Stop talking about my sport. No, no. He's a clown. I can gatekeep it at this point. Stop talking about my sport. Keep it out of your mouth. Boom. All right. Um, I think next week, what I'd like to do next week, but I do want to get your take on this. Next week, I'd like to kind of dive into what we kind of see the postseason roster shaping up to be. Um, I don't want to do that yet, but maybe next week. But I do want to talk about this because I do think it's an interesting thing. You're going to play a three-game series at home. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the Brewers, Phillies, or Padres. Right now, it looks like the Padres, but who knows, right? you still got time left. I don't know. Padres, um, Phillies, or Brewers, yeah. Who are your three starters in order? Because I think it is something – I'm glad I'm not Ali. To me, Monty's pitching game one. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. He's pitching game three. And here's my here's why. Wayno and Miles are two of the best pitchers in baseball at home. And if you were to be able to somehow win those two games, I want Monty starting game one on the road. And then I want Monty Flaherty game three, game one and two in the NLDS. And then we go back and you got Wayne and Miles back again at home. Okay. Can I just say this without sounding gloom and doom and and bad? I would have a hard time sleeping if I lost the first two games with Jordan Montgomery not getting to pitch. That's all I'm saying. Well, if you lose the first game, you can reassess if you want. Okay. Who would be your game one starter, Wayno? Yes. Okay. And that's and that's saying it'd be Monty today, for me. Today, September twelfth, I'm saying that. In five starts, it can change one way or the other. Right. That, I agree with that. That's fair. Where I completely if he continues pitching like this, no. But I don't believe he will. And I also I just think those two are so good at home. They're two of the best pitchers in the league at home. Like yeah, every, I agree. And Wayno's been doing this for years. I think you give those two the guy, and then if you're able to somehow win those two games, Dad. You, you get two of the better pitchers on your team and Monty and Jack, who have Jack's going well and Monty's going well, they're the two best pitchers on your team. On the I agree. Rest, you can go straight back to Wayno and Miles at home and that's an advantage again. So I yeah. don't know. I mean, it's just hard for me to look at a guy who the last month has a 1.95 ERA. Yeah. Leads the team yeah. in strikeouts, leads the team in whip, has been the most dominant guy by a landslide of our starters on the bump and not look him in the eye. That, that dude has John Lackey and Chris Carpenter dog in him. He does. And it would be hard for me. 
I get what you're saying. But if I go Monty game one and you do knock on wood, something happens, you lose. Then I've got Wayno and Miles sitting there in the pocket um, along with I get what you're everybody saying, else. But here's the thing. If you lose those two games with Wayno and Miles, you weren't going to win a series anyway, even if Monty win games one, wins game one. They have to win one game anyway. Well, but you don't know who you're going to face in game two or game three. That's different. Like, you're going to face fair. their number one guy. Our number one guy right now is Jordan Montgomery. And I don't even think like, – I, I love Wayno. Probably Mount Rushmore, favorite Cardinals of all time for me, right? Miles has been very, very good. He's had a few hiccups here and there. The Reds seem to own him, and obviously he had the one in course. Whatever. Didn't look good in Pittsburgh. But uh, you're going to face – fair, though, Wayno against playoff teams, playoff contending teams at home, I mean, incredible. Look at what he did against the Braves. Look what he did against the Brewers. Look at what he did against the Dodgers when they were here. He's been great at home I, against playoff teams. I, I'm not, and I guess it's also we'll have to see how everything lines up. Um, I just think if I'm They'll going be able out, to line up got, however they want. I, I'm if I got to go out and I got to throw up zeros against Joe Musgrove, Corbin Burns, or Joe Aaron Nola slash Zach has Wheeler. Been horrible, huh? Joe Musgrove's been one of the worst pitchers in baseball. Last okay, time. well, who Darvish, whoever it is, right? Whoever yeah. it is, I. It's, it's Jordan Montgomery for me, but I understand what you're saying, and I respect it. But, again, like you said, we've got four weeks to make that decision. They have about five I just kind of want to get your early take on that. I don't know. I mean, I think he's going to have five starts left. If Wayno continues to trend where he is, no way he's even touching a ball for me. But I don't believe that's what's going to happen. I don't think that – it's Wayno. He's not going to continue. Being what if that. Jack comes out and dominates his next five starts? And that's a big if because, I mean, we haven't really have seen dominant Jack yet. And where you have four guys you feel comfortable giving a ball to. And yep. if Wayno looks bad, Jack comes in. Right. Okay. Him in an inning. If he looks bad in the first two innings, he's done. Like, yeah. that's what you can do in a three-game series. You can afford to do that. So, I don't know. I don't think there's any decisions that need to be made. And here's the thing. Normally, you only need four guys in the playoffs. I don't want to have any problem giving Quintana a start in a five-game series if you need to because you had to bring in Jack early in the game to save yeah. somebody. Yeah, so that's, I got you. So, I think they've got a lot of options. But I don't know if we can even make a decision yet because I really want to see – I just don't believe Wayno's this guy that he's been shown the last three starts. Like, yeah. I don't think that's and, him. And knowing Wayno and knowing the guys that are in that dugout with Wayno, usually when there's a hiccup, somebody sees it. Those guys, <laughs> that's what they're watching the entire game is the littlest thing. Remember when you and I and Kyle McClellan sat at the Mizzou game and he picked up in the first five pitches every pitch the kid yeah. was going to throw? And from everything I've heard, yeah, I do remember that. That was cool. But from everything I mean, I've it was heard, like, okay, well, this guy's different. From everything I've heard, that guy for Wayno's always been Jack. He's the guy that always like keeps him honest, like gets in his face. And I've heard that from Wayno. That's not like hearsay. Yeah. He said that on RC or two C two. Which, by the way, we need to talk about that in a second. That's CC Sabathia's podcast. But yeah. oh um, yes. But so having Jack back probably helps a lot as well. He'll be fine. It's Wayne, right? He's, he'll be fine. I have, if anyone in the, in the sport of baseball has earned a team's faith, it's Adam Wainwright. Can't argue. Can't argue with that. Um, you know, Goldie, Nolan, little, little slump over the last week. But you look – I know. But you look at the last 30 days and just taking a look at OPS, Albert leads the team in the last month in OPS, 1.169. That's insane. Mm -hmm. But Tommy – how about Tommy, 1.05? That's great. His Corey average is Dickerson. climbing. Dickey has been He's great. my two-hitter. He's my two-hitter every game except for against lefties. I am so happy for him. Dude, I – like – I said early on, and, and it was justifiably, obviously hindsight is always undefeated, but at the time, when you're in it, at the time, Dickerson, when he was not playing well, and, and he was bad, let's just be honest, he didn't look like, and even Danny Mack talked about the other night, his bat looked slow. He looked like he couldn't hit anything. Since he, he got hurt, and you know, or, or had maybe already been hurt, I don't know, but went down to Memphis and figured it out, he's 
a completely different human. And he's the guy that I think we thought we were getting, but only better. Like we knew he's that Corey Dickerson could hit. He's way better than what we thought we were getting. He's Corey Dickerson, but hitting the ball hard. Like he's like 25 year old Corey Dickerson. He's the Corey Dickerson we were facing in Pittsburgh. Correct. Except for the gold glove part. Cause God, that guy cannot field, but um, he should not be in the outfield in the playoffs. Made a change. That's like, I, what's the word when you can like, I don't know the word I'm trying to think of. I can't, I can't think of it, but you can see the change. His bat, yes. First off, he looks like Goldie when he sets up, so he changed that. Um, but also, he just swings hard. He swings hard so because yeah. he, he doesn't strike out. So when he hits it, he hits it hard. That double he hit yesterday in the ninth inning was smoked. I wasn't shocked. He hit that thing so hard. <laughs> well, but, you know, we even talked wall. about early in the year. He, he's, I think that's him. He swings up. Like, he takes daddy hacks. There is no doubt about it. He was doing that early in the year, and he, he just wasn't missing. making – He went, right, right. Um, Can we stop for one second? Thing. Yeah, Mike Trout just hit his seventh home run in a row, in seven games in a row. He's coming for Griffey. Doesn't Griffey's eight? Nine. Right? Griffey and Mattingly, both nine, I think. I thought it was eight. Is Hold it on. only eight? Well, off. look, okay. I've been wrong literally on almost everything else today. So, I mean, I thought it was nine. You could be right. I don't know why I always thought it was eight. Hold on. It could be. Nine was the number that stuck here. Eight. Okay. Well, there you go. This is a Griffey jersey, by the way. Like if you were to turn it around, little... man. If he gets eight, man, I love that for him. I'm so happy for him. Yeah, and also what at 33 home runs now, in uh, and he missed 42 games. Yep, he's the best player in the he, world. He's so. gonna be a great St. Louis Cardinal next year. I wouldn't even be surprised. We can talk about that. Yeah, no, me neither. Not one bit. Like I, I, I know people have jokingly said this. I'm not kidding. That would not. I surprise think it's me a legitimate bit. possibility. I do too. I he and also who fits better? In the, could you imagine? First of all. Could you imagine being no. a rookie or anybody who didn't hustle out a ground ball and you had to go into the dugout with Goldie, Nolan, and Trout, right? Like, No, I wouldn't go in the dugout. I'd walk away. <laughs> I, just, I would just keep going out to the bullpen. Even though those are two or two of the three or two of the quieter superstars you'll ever see. I don't think that they are when you don't take – when you don't respect the game. Let's get to Mike Trout as a Cardinal in the offseason. All right. Because I have a lot of thoughts on that, and I think it makes a lot of sense. But I don't want to talk about it yet. Well, okay. All right. Um, just a couple of things I wanted to just hit on. We've talked about the struggles of Goldie and Nolan just last week. Nolan's, our Goldie shows a 990 OPS in the month, and Nolan has a uh, 815. Hey, shout out to Ben Deluzio. He has an 833 OPS. <laughs> He's a good I Actually, I like him as an option. In the postseason. He's going to be on the postseason roster. Yeah, I said that last week. Yeah. And by just sticking with me with it. But – um, Goldie had a bad week, and we saw that he looked bad, right? 700 OPS still. Right. I know. Because he gets on base so much. He Zero concern with those guys. He's a guy Zero that's so concern. even keeled that even though he's struggling, he doesn't try and break out of it because he knows he'll be fine. So he'll take his walks. He's not going to try and head his way out of it. Um, before we – I mean, anything you want to look at with the Brewers series? you got five with the Reds coming up. I mean, that's a lot. Hey, first of all, Cardinal fans, and, I'll say this at the end. As I always do. Get out and go. I mean, unfortunately, um, I will not be in town. You sent me a text earlier. Go to the games this weekend. I would. I'd be there. But we're going to Louisville for uh, the Bourbon and Beyond Music Festival. So I will be uh, full of music and bourbon. Okay. Well, that sounds like fun. Well, I'm going re- to require your updates, like letting me know them, what's I going on. I send them anyway, even if you're watching it. Also. Okay. But- um, so anyway, but all of you guys go. That place is going to be one, we've already talked about it. It's been a playoff atmosphere for a month now. It's going to be louder than that. Like it's going to – I will never forget the drive-in to watch when McGuire had 61, right? 
Uh, we were there that the night that he broke it with the Cubs. We wanted the tickets for the game before, couldn't get them, ended up getting them that night. Your mom called it literally the pitch before. It was one of the coolest things of all time. But driving across Poplar Street Bridge, and, and I've been to playoff games down there in the past. It's been a minute because I usually, you and I usually watch the games here. But also, like just the, the amount of ESPN, like the trucks everywhere. And it, there were people, the entire city was full that night. And it, I, I'll never forget it. I, it was that same way when we beat the Dodgers to clinch to go to the World Series in 11? 11, 2011. No. Now, who do we beat? Who do we beat to clinch? Brewers. So it was 06. We beat the Brewers in 11. I don't know about 06. I was 13. Four. 2013. Yes, was it 13? Did. Boom. Yes. That's it. Okay. That's it. It was at that, the downtown. Your mom and I went down to Soulard. You'd been somewhere else with some buddies, and, and we went down there. It was an unbelievable night. But I was walking in the basement by myself. That, that's that's it. No, you weren't. You were at Dylan Leahy's uh, birthday party. I was, but then I came home and finished the game at my <laughs> So anyway, um, it was – it's going to be – It go down there. This could be – you could see – well, one Wednesday night, you're going to see history. You'll see 325, right? You'll see what Yana or <laughs> Yana Yana and, White, Yana and, and who knows how many. I mean, look, Taylor Rogers does not want to pitch in this series. I can tell you that right well, now. Also, okay, before we go any farther, Brent Suter is probably opening game one. Albert Poole should be batting second. <laughs> They're not going to do that. They should. There's Brent Suter's opening game one. He, yeah. There's no reason not to get Has it been announced? Game. Because. Um, the, the old guy who throws more games than anyone this time of year, TBD, is listed. Yeah, it's it's all from everything I've seen from beat reporters. I looked it up. Um, it's Brent Suter. I'm not kidding you, bat him second. Right. Because he would have hit the ball 800 feet off of Brent Suter. Also, yeah. um, I'm going to make some, I'm going to make a prediction and then I want to talk about Montgomery for one second. But uh, Albert's going to hit do it this week. He's going to hit the okay. this week. So I'm going to miss it, is what you're telling me. And here's why I think that he has Fuck. eight games. Eight games after this week on the road, which means if he doesn't do it this week, he does it on the road. He's going to do it here. He's going to do it this weekend. <laughs> all right. Also, oh, one more thing for our fans. Like I said, go down support. Hey, first of all, one support the local businesses down there because they they this is they are feasting because of you guys. COVID screwed them. Go to the Oyster Bar. Go to Patios. Go to Charlie Gito's. Go to Salt and Smoke. Who I, I'm missing 400 different places right around there. Those are the ones that we usually hit. Go to BB's, go to all of those places down there and support them pre-game, post-game, whatever, um, because that'll really obviously help everything down there. But Friday, I think at two, postseason tickets go on sale. Um, I may have to have you make purchases and I will Venmo you money because I'm not going to be able to do it and I'm going to every game. Okay, I don't have enough money to buy every game for you. They're not that expensive, bleacher seats. I will immediately send you the money. See, here we go. Here, here, here comes here comes the the Caleb sob story. First of all, you have plenty of money that you could buy the tickets on Friday, and I could send money to you immediately. See, we live in 2022 where we can get you money immediately. You can send it to me before. Anyway, um, I want to talk about Montgomery for a second. Did you watch his R two C two interview or part of it at least? I did not. So this is the bath. Yeah, him. They were really close when he was on the Yankees. He said that um, he said that multiple things, but he said one, he feels wanted here and loved. He said one fan said he wanted to buy his jersey. And he was like, that's cool. No one's ever bought my jersey before, so that's cool. <laughs> but also he said that the biggest difference here being here is that he feels like he's actually wanted. Like they got a guy to pitch in the postseason. They didn't trade me away. He kind of sort of bashed the Yankees. 
because they told him not to throw his fastball. And now it's what he's doing. It's why he's having success. And he was like, I pushed back on it, but there's nothing I can do. They put the pitches down. I have to throw it. And then he also said he hopes they try and lock him down long-term. The Cardinals. Okay. I mean, the Cardinals. So that was cool. That interview is cool. Go watch it like 30 minutes if you can. It's Ryan Rucco and TC Sabathia. That podcast is great. I watch it all the time. They've also had Jack Flaherty and Adam Wainwright on if you want to go watch well, it. Well, everything CC Sabathia does, we should support. That's the I way I look man. at it. I love it. And his son's a stud. Yes. Yes. So you know, I, I'm a big CC fan. But also, um, Adam, uh, Nolan Arenado had an interview you might be interested in. It was in a paper. I don't remember who wrote it. It was Derek Gould or Jeff Jones or one of those people. And apparently he said that he hopes um, Albert Poulos comes back here next year to play with us. He did. That's He's all. not leaving. He's no. not leaving. Albert no. is leaving. Albert's leaving. Nolan is not leaving. No. Zero chance. It seems like there might be a handshake agreement already that says, hey, I'm staying. Because as you were going to say, we're adding Mike Trout in the offseason. I, I, I was not joking when I said that. Like, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not Nostradamus. I'm not predicting things. But it would not surprise me one bit. And no. I do think – like you look at the free agent list, they're not going to go after one of the big free. They're just not. They're not going after Judge Correa. They're not going after those guys. They, should go they have their, be- too, by the way, they have their best success via trade, and there is no doubt that the Angels are going to have to shop both of those guys. They want to sell the team, and they're not going to win with them. And if I'm Mike Trout, like Mike, could you imagine Mike? Let's not get down that rabbit hole. Let's worry. Let's worry about the team right now. Yeah, let's not go but, down that rabbit hole. No, I couldn't imagine it. If you told me that Arenado, Goldie, and Trout were on our team five years ago and that happened, I would have had a heart attack and said you were And they're going to have the money, dude. That's the thing. They're going to have the money if they, they want. They have if the they money want. to do whatever they want. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, right. They have to spend the money. All right, before we take a trip around Major League Baseball, anything you need to to say? Anything you else you want to Cardinal-related? Besides, one, go out and support the team this week, everybody. Two, playoff tickets. I think it's 2 p.m. on Friday. I got the email today. Um but check that out. But and they'll hey, be on I mean, StubHub if you can't get them. You'll be fine. You can go if you want to go. Um, I no, not why really. Why are you plugging so. StubHub when, when they don't sponsor us? I'm just saying they'll be on time to be on whatever ticket app you want. You, there you, you go. You'll be able to go if you want to go. Um, I I no not really. I don't really have anything. I mean, I think Tommy deserves a lot of love. That double he didn't hit that. Him and Davidson don't do what they did. Albert doesn't do what he did. So that was awesome. Right. But um. No, I mean they just they need to start hitting. That's their offense yeah. is way too inconsistent right now. But I'm not too worried about it. So I think they'll be fine. Um, just one thing on the on the Brewers' point or uh, standpoint. Also, when we're looking at you know what do they have to do to to even be make the wild card, let alone catch the Cardinals. Eric Lauer out. Peralta looks like he might get shut down for the year. I mean, I, I don't. I I love. And, you know, Devin didn't look good. He had Devin hasn't looked good his last three outings. But that changeup is so filthy. Like. Whatever, you know. He'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely he will. They're two games back. They've got a chance, but they're really three games back. They have to be leading. They can't be tied. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't trust the Padres any more than I trust the Brewers, and the Padres have a tough schedule. A lot of games against the Dodgers for them. So, I want to, and the, the Brewers are the only team threatening them. I mean, the one know. thing we always talk about is the lost column. I mean, when you're eight back in the lost column, like – They're eight, I'll they're take eight my back in the lost column. Oh, well, against us. The Brewers. Yeah, no, they're done in the yeah. division. That's already – yeah. I'll okay, it, so I'll say it here now. I think, I think as we problem. transition from Cardinals to rest of league, the first thing we have to start with is the rule changes. Mm-hmm. Um, that was huge this week, like honestly, and it looks like you're going to get another one. I think in the off season. So you want to go through the rule changes? Do you want me to go? Th- how, you why don't you go through them and we'll talk about them? Uh, okay, so the base change one. If you think you care about the bases being changed, you don't. 
No. You don't care. If you think you do and you have some idea of you caring, you do not care. It's for player safety more than anything. I'm all for it. Um, I've seen Bryce Harper. I've seen Eloy Jimenez. I've seen multiple people from Emil Reyes get hurt on the bases. That shouldn't happen ever. Good. They need Jason Kendall, grossest baseball injury I've ever seen at first base with his ankle. Did you see Buster Posey get hit and break his leg? Yes. Okay. Well, then I'm not watching that one because that was a nope. me. Remember the guy from Louisville? The basketball player? Oh, oh. It's worse. The Jason Kendall one's worse. Okay. Jason Kendall, by the way, un- underappreciated baseball player. But, Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, yeah so bigger that rule, bases. That rule, I, have, I don't really have anything to say about it. Is it going to help no. you steal bases? Maybe one Fine. a year for each team. I don't really care about that. Right. Um, pitch clock, all for it. I don't think – it might be a little too quick. 15 seconds. That is 16. That's really fast. I think it should be probably 18 to 20. I don't know about that. Like, that's that's a drastic difference to see – there's very few pitchers in the league that are under what they want, and that's a big difference. The big, And the biggest thing that I want people to try and understand, they're not doing this to get the game time shorter. That's what people want to say, well, we don't want it to be two and a half hours instead of three. That doesn't matter. Well, they're doing it for pace of play. They're not doing it that's for it. play, for time. I don't give a shit about how long the game is. No one does. If it's a four-hour slugfest, it's back and forth, like some of those Astros-Dodgers games in 2017 right. were, no one cared. But when no. it's like the last World Series, it was a snooze fest the entire fucking time. That was boring as shit. Pitching change every five seconds, and it was four and a half hour games where they were four to two. No one wants that, so I'm glad they're doing that as well. Do you have any thoughts? I will say the one thing I'm intrigued to see is how they how they call that, right? Because if you watch, right, the NFL has the the clock, right? But we all know when it goes to zero, nobody Rodgers or Tom Brady they don't blow it. Well, for almost anybody, I watched (laughs) a lot of football on Sunday for almost. Nobody do. There's another second or two. There's There's going to be, especially at the beginning, there's going to be a grace period, right? I mean, there has to be. You don't think so? No. Did you see the umpires coming out and wiping Geo and Helsley's arms down over the weekend? No. Did you see that? that? Apparently, they've been taught the league put out some memo about there being sunscreen and rosin like mixed together. They came out and rubbed Helsley and Geo's arm off in save situations this weekend. So, no, the umpires will follow the rules as they're put because they don't want to get yelled at. I don't blame them. Well, they're going to be robots soon anyway. Here's the thing that I'm worried about. I think if it's the eighth or ninth inning, that rule should go away. Gone. Yeah. Don't care. No pitch clock. Because I don't want – in the close game, I just don't want, you know, you to have to, like, speed up Geo or Helsley or any – or Aroldis Chapman, whoever it is, I don't care. In a big situation, like, you should be able to think. That's part of the that's the tension – it's the fun of the game is when it's a cad mouse game and to think, what do I throw? What's he sitting on? You know, I don't want that gone because you have a, a clock. I do not want 15 that. 15 seconds is a long time. You also have the you also have the receivers. We'll see how that works in the playoffs. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see. I'm I'm for it. I'm at least seeing what to Chick-fil-A today. I um door dashed it. Would that cost you about 48 bucks? Don't talk about it. Uh, this man doesn't have money to buy our my playoff tickets. I was hungry. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then the third change. Um, that's the – well, hold on. What's the – not the shift. We won't get to that yet. I do want to oh, talk about right. the pickoff rule. I hate it. Yeah, I don't like it either. I hate it. What do you – why, 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 why? I don't understand so, that God, one bit. Why? why? Jack was not happy about these rule changes, by the way. Or no Nolan. one should be happy about it. Nolan and Jack were not happy because they feel like – they gave concerns about each of them. They weren't listened to. Shocker. And I'll be not listening to his players. What's new? Um, I don't like – I hate that because if you can only pick up three times, but on the third time you have to pick them off. I, I don't know what the penalty is for it. Do you know what that is? Does he get no. second base? Is it a balk? 
No, I do not know. But, I don't like, like so. So you're telling me that if you throw over twice, the runner can just go halfway to second because he right. knows you're going to be afraid to pick off. Well, then you could but step you, off. Can you? You have a pitch yeah, clock. Yes, I pick off. You have a pitch clock. That's true. Well, if you throw the ball, I mean, if, I don't know. I don't. You only a lot of step off. You only get one step off, and that's a lot of questions. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't I like it. I don't get the it. Pitch clock on the surface, but you've got to be able to. I, I don't know if they ironed it out enough in the minor leagues. Like they saw the results they wanted, and they just streamlined it. And I don't love that. Yeah. It almost feels like the there's going to be some of these rules where in a couple of years they're going to probably take them back away. <laughs> but the fun. shift, I love the shift. That's great. Yeah. I don't want any lines on the field though to tell them. You mean you you don't love the shift? You love banning the shift? I love banning the shift. So yeah. Here. Same. Same. I get. Look, I get the old. I get the argument of teach them to hit the ball the other way. I don't. Look, you know, and even uh, Terry Francona came out and said that. But look, Terry, when you were when you were playing, they were throwing eighty eight miles per hour. Terry Francona is a great manager, and I love him. I'm a big fan. I'm saying, but I hate that. Yeah, and I hate that because one, Terry, you've coached enough. They have shifts on Jose Ramirez, who does hit the ball the other way. It doesn't even matter. Right. They're trying to take it away to where if you hit your optimum swing, they can catch it. Yeah, talking about that. Look, do they shift Tommy and DC all the time? How many times do you see those guys go the other way and beat it? A lot. Yeah. Like it's not about that. It's about taking away extra base hits. It's about trying to force guys out of their swing, and you're telling them that they should be doing it. The problem is, like, say, if you're everyone wants to use Joey Gallo as an example, so I'll play along and do that. If you're a pitcher and you say, "Hey," and you're a, the coach, you're like, Joey, go the other way. They're shifting you. The pitcher will take a Joey Gallo single over the 450 foot bombs he hits every other game, every day of the week. So they're right. trying to force you out of your best swing. Why, as a manager, would you want that, that to do that to your player? Why would you want your player trying to hit measly single? I agree. Away they're also taking away the biggest part of the field, it. the middle. Like they're, you know the what I mean? You've been, yeah. I don't also don't understand the thing. Hey, let's change your your hitting philosophy completely once you get to the big leagues and why you got here. I hate right. that. Good, gone. I don't. I hate it. I hate the shift. Uh, the amount of times I get, I want to like punch the wall because it was a game time run on second base and there's a base at the middle and it's fielded. And yep. also the biggest thing for me that uh, is an advantage to the game, and no one wants to talk about it for some reason, is if there's a ball hit up the middle and they're not gonna, it's not going to be a hit, I want to see Francisco Lindor making a diving play and getting him out. I don't want to see him standing there because a piece of paper told him to. Let, you have the best athletes you have ever had in the history of baseball on the field right now. Can I see some of their athleticism, please? Instead of some nerd telling them to stand there, please. Go watch old videos of, of Ozzy and Barry Larkin and Omar Vizquel and Ray Ordonez Making plays up the middle that no one, no human should ever make. I love, I love. Bring it back. I agree. Watching defensive players take away plays, take away hits. I don't love when they take away hits because they're told to stand there by some guy in glasses up top watching from the stands. Stop. Yeah. I'm over it. Also, get Brad Pitt baseball. I don't want it anymore. Really Brad, Brad Pitt was telling him. Um, uh, and then it does look like there's at least going to be a massive discussion that it looks like the three batter minimum is going to be gone in the offseason. So that'd be cool. Really? I don't mm-hmm. like that. I like they have that. found that like it is not – I do. They have found that it does not speed the game up, that there is literally zero data to support keeping it, and the players hate it. Um, so, I get and that. I, so, and I don't think the managers like it either, and I, I don't I'm agree fine with you rid then. Of that has to slow the game down because there's going to be more bullpen changes. In the well, the way they had it now for three years, and I heard Danny Mack talking about it the other night, and I think it was Brad, and then I also heard them talking about it on one of the MOB – might have been MOB Central – about how there's literally zero data to support that it's doing – it's literally doing nothing. It's just a rule to have a rule. I've always hated that as well because it just inflates a reliever's ERAs because they have to face people they shouldn't have to face. Yep. 
So I, I agree with that. It takes away jobs as well. And I know you'll disagree with my next statement, but now if we get away with or get rid of putting the guy on second base to start the the uh, extra innings, I'd be fine with that too. Do you like okay, here's what I'm going to tell here's what I'm gonna ask you, and you're gonna have to play along with me for a second. When you watch hockey games in the regular season, I know it's rare, but when you do, do you like to shoot out? Fine. They, that's not what they're doing though. Hold on. It makes it, one, it ends the game quicker, so everyone likes it that much. How about okay, fine. If you want that gone, Dad, go play 162 games. I would okay, have go play I would have given my left nut to do that. Yeah, okay, go do it now. I I'm 48 and out of shape, not gonna happen. Dad, I'm okay with you losing a game because we're runners on second base if it saves you from it. playing 18 innings. I hate it. Imagine Dad, imagine NBA game being tied at half and we're gonna they say we're gonna play three on three half court. To finish out the last five minutes. They have a Imagine a football game going to overtime and then, okay, uh, we're just going to start the ball at the 20. Like they you do in college. Talk, you want to talk to me about football? A team just tied in football yesterday. Shut up. Well, they did, but at least they played another 15-minute quarter. They tied. That is so much worse. And football has the worst overtime rules of all time. So do not talk to me my, about my overtime point is, in football. I get it, but they didn't. They don't change the game. Yeah, they do. If you score, you'll, if the other team scores, you lose. I I agree. I don't they like that. They completely change it, and it's horrible. Take it back. But they don't now. Remember, you have to score a touchdown. At least they get a, at least the other team, the home team, has just a have a home run fight. derby, like your hockey. Shootout. I'd be okay with that, actually. Yeah. Make it like do a, a skills challenge. Do a skills I'm challenge. Okay. Here's why I'm okay with it. 162 games. That's not going to kill any team for a postseason. I like getting guys out of there sooner. I like not having to use the bullpen arms because we're starting to learn. Stars don't go as deep. Bullpen arms are more. They're being used more, and they're more valuable than ever. So I like that fact of it. And also, no one wants to watch a five-hour baseball game. I understand going back that you and say with that. No runs not, that's not true. There are people who do. Also, no I don't like that. it in the postseason at all. Have you ever watched a 15-inning extra game? It's not in the postseason. Yes. They take it away in the postseason. Oh, that's right. Okay, they did change That's it. why that I'm okay right. with it. It's yeah, okay. fine. Fair. Fair. It quickens, it, quickens it up. The, the players get to go. They don't have to – I mean, dude, they go through so much. I don't think they mind taking an hour off of a game if they have to, even if they lose. I really don't. Um, it's 162. Just a couple things before we get to the power rankings and get out of here. And if you have anything else, uh, Aaron Judge is not human. What he, I mean, 55, he, he's going to, he's going to break the Roger Maris Yankee AL record, right? Like he is. Yeah. It's still going to be tough. And here's the thing. Can he do it? Yeah. I think I if I had a bet, I'd say he will, but it's hitting six home runs in like 20 games is still no like small feat. That's so hard. I to hope do. his hair doesn't fall out like Rogers. Roger. Roger Maris was such a his career is so strange. The you still haven't seen the, the movie. Ball, I don't need to. I've looked at the stats. Um, watched him. Oh Jesus. <laughs> either way, Aaron, yeah, I mean he's he's incredible. I don't he's gonna get paid. And I I hope it I think it should be in New York, man. He needs to stay there. Don't you think? Yeah, I agree. They can't Absolutely. Lose him. They're New York. You can pay him. You're paying Dallas 35 mil to do nothing. Yeah, I agree. Pay Aaron um, Judge. MLB tried to say the Dodgers clinched, and they even had a massive celebration, but they didn't clinch. There was a – well, but they didn't because there was an error, so they really didn't. They're still – they have one game to clinch. Still very fast, like good for them. I, I, I don't love clinching this early if I were a Dodger fan. I will say in 2017 they did this. They lost 17 out of 20 games, and then they still went to the World Series. So I don't think they care. All if right. any team knows um, how to turn it on in October, it's the Dodgers. They've done it so many times. Otani goes out and pitches well again and then hits number 34 the next day. After, I even, like, he had a blister on his finger and he was pitching that well, and then he had a homer the next day. He, I don't even know. 
He's the best player to ever live. I can continue saying it. He just is. <laughs> um, I appreciate D's Stephen Kwan for AO Rookie of the Year. Um, the the run that he's on, the campaign he is leading. I massive respect and support for that. Uh, Jay, after last night, it was over anyway. Even though I think Rutschman has a very good argument. Um, and Bobby Witt is pretty far away. It's over. What Jay? It's Jay Rods. It's done. He's sprinting currently towards a 30-30 season, and I really hope he gets it. Uh, is it bad that I'm more invested in that than Aaron Judge's 62 home runs? No, no. Because what? I really want to see Julio Rodriguez get a 30-30. Yeah. Um, he's a he's at 25 with 20 games to go. I think he gets to. I think he gets to 30-30. Get the five WAR. He's having a great season. He's so good. I'm a big anything fan. else you anything else you want to hit on around the you have to be league. a fool to trade that guy in fantasy right before even maybe an idiot an absolute idiot. probably your team would collapse in the playoffs he's a 140 um, ops plus yeah what is two homers that helped you yesterday huh what is two homers have helped you yesterday no my team died dude um here's the thing wilson Contreras, not even playing that's the guy i traded him for right at the time good deal because i needed a catcher and he's the best and you gave me his brother who's arguably been better and, and then he's dead um Bryce Harper has like I, the injuries, dude. Harper, I don't even need. I don't. Even, there's no. It's over. I, I don't want to get into it. It's done. Um, anything else you want to talk about baseball before we get to the power rankings? I'll talk if I have anything. I'll probably think of it during. Okay, the power rankings. I just have two football related things because I, I think we'll get to football later in the year. There, it is still a sport that we love and it is going on. Saints, what a fucking comeback! I, that was, was the awesome. Falcons, maybe the worst, but I, when it's the Falcons after the 28 to three, and that was, and then this happened, I can't, I can't be any happier that it was against the Falcons. There was no way they should have won that. There's no way that pass to Jarvis Landry should have been caught. How about like that a, black 19, kick? a 19% completion, like chance they said, yeah. and he caught it. And then they go on Michael Thomas does nothing. The first half shows up monster second half. Um, I saw that our four our, our secondary played every snap in the entire game. Same guys. Um, Good win. Good win. Good to they have Marcus well, May. They won. Good to have Marcus May out there. Um, also, welcome back, Willie fucking Lutz. Yep. Yeah. yeah, great to have him back, as always. Um, I mean, we in that block kick. I mean, that was a great win. That was – I wish I could watch it, fucking NFL. Let me watch your game, I know. please. There's – ev- Okay. Not that I support this, but there's evidently a group that in New Orleans that call themselves Sluts for Lutz, and I think that's fucking hilarious. They're like a fan group. I wonder, I think Will's married, isn't he? I don't know if he loves that. Yeah, I, I don't think it's like – I just think it's funny, right, that it's this group He's of women who love – He's also the man on my fantasy team, and you stole him from me. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be my name now in fantasy is Sluts for Lutz. You're stealing my Lutz. No, I'm frame. stealing their – I'm actually stealing their thing. Okay, fine. I mean, I, yeah, I already but, had um, Lutz. And thing. then also one of the greatest things happened to me on Saturday. Cost me $100. Cost me $100. Had it won. Um, nice little parlay win. One thing has to happen. And Marshall, we are Marshall. No Matthew McConaughey this time. No Randy Moss. No Chad Pennington. No Byron Leftwich. But they went into Notre Dame and beat them. Greatest fucking moment of my life. Notre Dame's Notre Dame have been frauds for ever. Ever, yeah, forever. I don't even have a, ever. They're not. They're not a top tier team. I bet all the, they're dead. All the Notre Dame fans that have been bashing Brian Kelly are feeling kind of stupid about him tonight. Well, I'm not going to get into Brian Kelly. I don't know if he's good or not, but we'll find out. But they're dead, and I love. I couldn't be happier. Hey, best thing that ever happened to to Notre Dame was Rudy, and that's a fucking terrible movie. I don't like that movie. I do like Sean Astin though. Yeah. Well, no. The best part is Charles S. Dutton, and he didn't even exist. He wasn't even a real person. I don't like that movie. Not a fan. It's terrible. All right. Anyway, power rankings. Wait, yeah, there was so, one more thing I wanted to say. Oh no! Yeah, uh, you. 
uh, Suarez. I was gonna, e- yeah, but when I get to the Eugenio? Mariners, I'm about him. Hey, huh? Eugenio. When we get to the Mariners, I'm talking about him because they're in the power okay. rankings. Not really a spoiler. Obviously, they're in it. You ready? Okay. Uh, yeah, let's do this. All right, number 10, I got the Phillies because they, ed- they edged out the um, the the Padres for the number 10 spot. They've been going back and forth for that all year. I just – I don't like either t- either team. That's I what I was last week I told you. I didn't want to put a 10th team in there. And I know the Guardians just had a big series this weekend. I recognize that, D, if you're listening. But I just can't put them in the top 10 right now. They haven't been playing well enough. They're like, yeah, no, I agree. But I just – I don't know. I mean, they're just both seem to be like – I mean, they have good right? – like a 13-game above 500 record is not bad by any means. But it just seems like both teams are meddling right now, doesn't it? Like, I mean, they're 5-5. Five and five. Look, the team that's hot right now is the White Sox. They're 7-3 and three in the Central. And I know they're two and a half games back, but they're playing yep. finally playing good baseball. Yeah, I wonder what that coincided with. There's not some guy no longer in the dugout, is there? I mean, I, hey, like remember what I said, and you told me not to do that. I'm just I letting saw you know. I yesterday that said – Tony was back in the clubhouse talking to them yesterday, and my first thought was, I wonder how many of them were upset that that happened. All of, all, all of them, 28. Okay, uh, you want to move on to number nine? I got yep. the Rays, so we got a little bit of a shakeup. I think the Rays are playing good baseball, and it was more of teams passing them than them falling, if you know what I mean. Um, they did lose the big series in New York that really could have gained them some ground in the division. Uh, I'm willing. To, I think that division's all about wrapped up. To be honest with you, Same. I just the Rays have a really tough schedule. I don't see them being the Yankees enough to pass them, but um, they're a good team. I think their playoff debt berth is basically all but locked up at this point. Um, I don't think anyone wants to play them in the playoffs either. But I just I don't know. I think there are a couple teams that have played really well, and I've, I'm more excited about them than yep. So number so brings me to number eight, which is the Blue Jays. Um, they are playing very very well right now. They're seventy and sixty one. Um, Bobachet is on a heater. Yeah, Bobachet went nuclear. He's bat, bat 500 last week with five home runs, which we talked. About, I talked about him. I think last week um, that they needed him. He's supposed to be one of their best hitters. And you called him disappointing. Him. He was. He heard you again. People yeah. are listening to you. I'm a big Bobachet fan, so I'm. Bells, good. bells. Hey, they fixed that. I think. I think the pod. Like I think the people. The amount of people that are listening. Uh, Yadi goes on a heater. Mm-hmm. Bobachet goes on a heater. Uh, Jameis Winston leads back the Saints. I didn't really say anything about that, but I just figured. No, I, I like Jameis. Do not put that yeah. in my mouth. Don't that dude is podcast. hilarious. Where, that dude is where, hilarious, man. Where he Cody is James funny. Podcast, and we all know that he might have stole shit from Penny's. I don't know, but he is funny. I'm a I'm a Macy's. big fan of him. Yeah, um, but yeah, the Jays. I really like them. I think they're just gonna have to outslug people at this point. I don't think. I think their rotation was supposed to be one of the best. It's been disappointing, but man, when you look at that lineup, if they are if they're clicking, I, you can't pitch to it. Like it's that simple. But, I still um, think then, their biggest concern is their starting pitching. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They just got yeah. to outflug people. Yeah. It's not even going to matter. Just go hit home runs. You um, need Gosman to be just good enough to keep you in the game. You need Gosman to be Gosman, and I think he still has that in him. He just has the ball oh, same. But Barrios hasn't been great. I mean, he, he just doesn't get strikeouts anymore. He hasn't been terrible, but he's I don't up know what's down. up with I don't know what's up with I don't either. Odd. I, feel like, I still feel like there's going to be a year where he's going to like win a Cy Young or something because he has yeah. it in him. Yeah. Um, number seven, and I know they just won a big series, but they fell a spot. The Yankees are at number seven for me. I believe the lowest they've been all year, if I'm not mistaken. They, oh, not even close. Um, they were six last week, right? Um, no, I, I, I just, yes, that's fair. I I'm just, just saying it's definitely I lowest. get that they're playing better, and I get their offense had a good game yesterday. I just feel like – Against Rasmussen, they too. so bad for two months. I just can't – when I look at other teams and what they've been doing, like the team that's at number six – 
I just feel like they deserve to be ahead of them right now. They're a better team, a better baseball team right now where we stand today. So number six is the Mariners. Um, they they just won a huge series against Atlanta, winning back-to-back games. You know, they gave up – they had a four-run lead, gave up five in the ninth. I mean, we'll talk about Michael Harris in a second, but that guy has become one of the best – he had a three-run homer, one of the best players in baseball. And then J-Rod to hit the homer to tie it, and then Eugenio Suarez to hit the homer to win yep. it. To walk it off. I mean, that was awesome. The emotion in Seattle. Um, I want to talk about Eugenio Suarez. He got thrown into that Jesse Winker trade as because the Reds were probably saying, We'll give you Winker, but you have to take this contract from us. Yes. And he's been way better than Jesse Winker. He's 30 homers great. and over 800 OPS. He's one of the best third baseman in the baseball this year. How many homers? 30. That's what I thought. That's incredible. That's Nolan Arenado homer levels. Yeah. Almost. And then 800 OPS, it's not eye popping, but for Eugenio Suarez, that's around his career best. Like that's when he's at his best. He's in the 800s with 30 bombs. He's Man. there was a stat at one point in time. He's like the in the last however many years he like leads Major League Baseball in home runs since 2018. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. He had 51 year and he's always in the 40s. It seems like the 30s. yeah. But yep. um, yeah. I mean that. I mean great signing for them. Also, I love the energy he plays with. He seems like such a good guy. So yeah, you know, they interviewed him last night. It was pretty awesome. All right, number five, we got the Cardinals. So they'll stay the same. I don't see them moving. If I'm being honest, uh, they'd have to win like 10 in a row. Uh, to be honest with you. But I think we talked enough about them, but I think they're one of the best. Yeah, I think we hit that. I think they have as good of a chance as anyone, but maybe the Dodgers and Astros to win a World Series. That's where I'm at with them. Four, I got the Braves. They moved back down below the Mets. They passed them for one day. One day they were in first place in the East, and then they lost one. And now they're back one and a half games. They lost yep. immediately. I think the Mets are going to win that division. They don't yeah. seem like they want to be denied. Yeah, it does seem that way. So I don't know. I want to put them ahead of the Mets because I'm I like the Braves, but man, Michael Harris, we haven't given that guy enough credit. He's not no. only going to be the rookie of the year, which I think he should be at this point. Hold on, Michael. Stroh- last I changed week, it. I tra- he's been he was red hot the last week. I'm changing. I brought this up in your yeah. exact words seven days ago. Yeah, where it's Spencer Strider and it's not even close. It wasn't, and then I saw Michael Harris got his OPS over 900 and it's close now, and now it's Michael Harris's award. The dude is not. He's a top ten outfielder in baseball. You, you and Eminem sing for the moment. No, I mean, yeah, it's allowed to change. It's an award. The season hasn't ended, has it? You told you looked me dead, dead in the eyes, and said it's not even close. He's raised up. He has like fifty points since I looked last. In a week, in a week, he raised it fifty points. Yeah, it's at nine oh nine now. That's incredible. That's like that's like Nolan Arenado level. I said to you, don't you think we should have a discussion about Michael Harris? For, it's not even close, Spencer Strider. It wasn't when I said that. It was a week ago, seven days. I mean, Michael Harris, I, mean, I can look at the game logs, but he's been on fire. He he's has, has been. I'm not arguing that. But I tried to bring this up a week ago, and you shut me down. Okay, if I would have asked you a week ago if Freddie Freeman was going to pass Paul Goldschmidt in the batting average, would you have said yes? I don't know. Well, he did. Okay. Things happen. Things happen. Like, what are you talking about here? He's gone <laughs> – like, he had a three-run homer yesterday, and he's gone – he's been on fire. I don't know – I'm not even having this conversation with you. My opinion is Michael Harris now. It's changed. They're okay, changed. that's fine. I tried to have this conversation with you. Just like ago. if Aaron Judge were to get hot and hit, get 70 homers, he'd be the MVP over Shohei for me. But that okay. hasn't happened yet. All right, now moving on. Number three, I've got the Mets. Yep. Next. Number two, I've got the Astros. Number one, I've got the Dodgers. Okay. Boom. It is what it is. There it is. Boom. It be what it be. Uh, all right, I think doing. we covered quite a bit of stuff there that we need to. Again, September baseball is hot. 
you college football is in full effect. Texas A&M lose to App State. Game day is going to App State this weekend. Hold on, sorry, I was looking at Michael Harris. Three home runs is last seven right. games. Suck it, I hate you. Anyway, do you hear me? He didn't strike out either. No, I was game day's going to App State this weekend. First time ever. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, App State. that's a cool college. Yeah, well, I mean, it's right in the mountains, so it, there's going to be some. Uh, uh, Worthy White's called out there. App State. Yep. I mean, I'm just saying, like, there's going to be some. Inter- <laughs> we did watch the wonderful Whites of West Virginia, so it will we be also, interesting. We also went to the Smoky Mountains, and there are some areas that I don't want to go back to. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so we got that. College football's in full effect. NFL, Monday Night Football getting ready to kick off. Russell Wilson back in Seattle. That'll be interesting to watch. Uh, the Cowboys no, are dead. Jack Prescott's out for two months. So That's, I feel – oh, I wanted to talk about that. I feel so bad for that guy. Yeah, I do too, but I hate – like I I grew up – everybody knows I grew up a Cowboys fan. I I, I, I They're dead to me now. I, be, I put all my buckets – or all my things in the Saints bucket. Um, They're terrible. They're, they're, yeah, but I, I'm talking about Dak Prescott, the human. I don't care about the player. Oh, agree. He's going through a really you know tough who else is terrible? Years. Kyler Murray and the and the Cardinals are the. I, I put out a tweet last night. I don't know who's more overrated, the Cowboys or the Cardinals. I don't. They're not good. Well, they don't. They don't have D Hop. That does affect the. Offense, oh, TJ Watt. I understand that, but did you? Uh, JJ Watt. First of all, shout out to the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. JJ Watt. Patrick Mahomes came out and said Tyreek who? JJ Watt. That's what I meant. JJ Watt. Oh, a lot also, of TJ not- Watt torn pack. Maybe back though. They thought out for the year. Uh, heard today, potentially I, back. So I'm just gonna say he's no. not out for the year. He's TJ Watt. He's a psychopath. But yeah. does um, he really need a pack? Yeah, they're probably huge. <laughs> um, I what was I gonna say? You what you just said something that I was gonna talk. I was about, about the Cardinals, and then and then you know the Cowboys, and that was I don't know what else. No, oh, it wasn't, I uh, those two Chargers look good. Justin Herbert's a dude, as we all knew. What the right? hell happened to Mike Williams? Well, he'll be good now. Keenan Allen's out, but that's—I had Mike Williams last year. Want, this is I, the, first of all the roller coaster of owning Mike Williams in fantasy. Last year, I think he had like four games where he had two or less targets, and then he'll have next week. He could potentially have fourteen catches for two hundred yards and two duds. So, do you think it's the cornerback shutting him down, or that Justin Herbert just wants to make us mad? I think it's the Keenan Allen is open every fucking play. He's so, good. and I don't know how you don't throw to him. Is he a Hall of Famer? That's a conversation we need to have. One hundred percent. He's had such a great career. Yeah, yeah. He's had like he's was he on a Steve Smith senior level. Yeah, I would say I'd have to look at those stats. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. Someone's gonna say I'm stupid, and Steve Smith's gonna be way above him and everything. But whatever. Also, Julio Jones. Glad I drafted that guy. He might be back. Who? Julio Jones. He had a great week. Yeah, he looked great. Looked great. Uh, He'll be starting over Robert Woods. Who? Tom didn't look great last night. Yeah, what the fuck, man. I mean, he's human. No, Maybe. it's because he's on my fucking fantasy team and he wants to spite me. <laughs> the only time I've drafted that bastard, he decides to go up there. If, if I was playing him, he would have dropped a 40 spot on me. Packers lose game one again. That was interesting. Their receivers um, are horrible. They might have the worst receiving core I've ever seen. If Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt, Texas beats Alabama on Saturday. That that place was booming. It was like 185 degrees there, it looked like. And that place was hopping. And, hey, they, they played great even with the backup in there against Alabama and had a chance – had a chance to win. Can I make a prediction for you? And this probably is going to be wrong, but I'm going to make it anyway. Yeah. So I've been thinking it, and I want it on record. I think Russell Wilson wins the MVP this year. Oh, jeez. Okay. It's on record. It's on record. That's my prediction. It's like Spencer my one Strider. prediction for the year. It's not even but close. I didn't make a prediction. I said at the time he was the leader. I don't think You did. Was. You said it's not I even close. I will say that I was wrong. I said is my exact OPS thing was 
should we talk about Michael Harris for rookie of the year? And you said, no, it's Spencer Strider. It's not even close. Okay. I was wrong. I can admit that. That makes me a bigger man than you. You don't do that. But like, I'm we are on our apology tour today. Well, I was going to say, I'm not apologizing for anything. What I was going to say is I was wrong, by the way. He has not, he did not read Zopia as much as I thought. Oh, let me, let me, let me just explain what just happened in five seconds. I'm not apologizing for anything. I was wrong, by the way. No, I was wrong about Michael Harris raising his OPS. I didn't. I was just wrong about where it was at. I thought he was in the 850s last week, but he, I guess he was still at 900. I you legitimately said you weren't apologizing for anything and then apologized. I didn't apologize. I just said I was wrong. I can admit being wrong without apologizing for it. I'm not sorry at all that I was wrong. I just was wrong. You're too much, dude. You and that jail cell. We put a goddamn poster or a tapestry or I don't something up on the wall. Either. It's very rare. I come in here to play video games and I leave. All right, so, so that's wait, it. That's I just want to shout out things. Michael Harris, and now you're out here shitting on him. I don't understand. Do you think before we get out of here? Just yeah. a reminder. Ah, every time that thing falls off. Every time. Do you want this? I just broke it. No, it's not broken. Um, <laughs> just a reminder, our giveaway is going. It's going strong. <laughs> Where'd it go? Where'd it go? There it is. It's good. It's good. Everything's good. We got it. All is well. All is well. Giveaway is going great. Did you practice this? No, I didn't practice it at all. Um, there it is. Giveaway is going very well for the Whitey Herzog baseball. Um, again, you can follow us on, please give us a follow on Twitter. Retweet, you'll find our tweets. I try to put them out every day. And then uh, take a screenshot of the subscription on YouTube and, and you're entered to win. I think we've got almost, I don't know, eight or nine entrants. That's not a lot, but hey, keep telling friends. We've got a few more today. Gives you a better chance to get to enter, so I mean to win, so go do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and then second thing, just a reminder, you do only have like three weeks left of the baseball season, but the giveaway on Major League Baseball TV, I just kind of like to keep pumping that because you can watch all these teams that we reference every week that maybe you don't, you know, you know the names, but you're not getting to see a lot of the games because of blackout restrictions or yeah. you don't have the access to all of that. Hey, you've got access now if you have a college kid in your life. And also, if you don't uh, live in the New York or Atlanta area, that's the best race going on right now. So go watch the Braves and Mets games. Absolutely. And then, for obviously, reminder this weekend, get out and go down to Bush Stadium. Support the local businesses around there. Be loud as fuck because it's going to be amazing. You're going to get to see, like I said, Wednesday, we know history is going to be made. Um, and then you've got the – I mean, it's not, and it's not just the Albert Chase. It's, this team is fun. Like, I know that I understand they struggle and people on Twitter want to go batshit crazy about how it's just Nolan and Goldie and how this offense is terrible and they're unpredictable. Fuck off. That's not the way this team is. They, they, they play good baseball. They stay in almost every game, which gives them a shot to win late if they need be. And they have some of the most clutch hitters in that lineup. That Before I've seen. we go, Cardinals in their last three wins have 11, I mean, 14 runs in the ninth inning and 11 runs in every inning before that. That's weird. That's crazy. Crazy stat. Yeah. Don't see that very often. It's not a great stat, by the way. Like, it's not, not score great. score wins. Sorry. No, I'm just saying – I know, but I'm saying you want to – I'd like to just go ahead and score some runs in the first eight No, but you – but here's the thing. You're going to be dominated by pitchers in the postseason. It happens. Right. Being able to stay in a game and have the faith to come back and win, it's a big trait to have. So, it's good to see. Yep. All right. Um, so, those are a couple reminders. Like we said, you can follow us on all the socials at more underscore noble at Noble 8 Obviously, we're on Facebook, the More Noble Sports Podcast. Um, we will not be back till next week. Mike Godar is joining us. I just got text confirmation on that. So that's awesome. I can't wait to get him. We're going to talk some little postseason. I'm going to have us all kind of go through our postseason rosters. And then by then, who knows what the races look like around the league as well. So maybe by then you'll have a new National League Rookie of the Year.
Maybe. We'll see. I mean, he could go over 12 and Strider could strike out 15, and then it probably will change. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, you guys are awesome. We will not be back, like I said, until next Monday when we will also announce our, our hold on, our giveaway winner. So that'll be cool. We'll get to announce that. Um, I'm going to Louisville this weekend. So you have two jobs. All right. You have to keep me updated on what's going on. And you have to buy playoff tickets at two on Friday. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, the rest of you, I would suggest doing the same, but let us go ahead and get ours first. So we have for, and then log on later. Yeah. Fair. All right. That's fair. Uh, anything else you need to say, dude, or are we about to get out of here? I'm good. All right. All right. Hey, uh, again, thank you so much. We can't appreciate all, or can't say enough how much we appreciate your support. You guys are absolutely fantastic. We will talk to you soon. Have an amazing week. Go Cards. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Noble.